My name is Luna Casey, and welcome to the New England Ghost Stories podcast, where every other week we will explore the legends, myths, and tales of hauntings in and around New England. Whether you are a believer of things that go bump in the night or not, we hope you'll enjoy these chilling tales of the supernatural. In this episode, we will be looking at the red-headed phantom that inhabits Massachusetts Route 44 on a stretch of road along the Seekonk-Rehoboth line. Admittedly, I had never heard of this particular legend, even though I'd grown up not 30 miles away from this area. I only heard about this phantom a few years ago while watching a pre-Halloween program on the Travel Channel. How had I not heard of this? I decided to conduct my own super scientific Facebook poll of all my friends from the area to see if they had heard of this particular ghost story. Out of all the people who answered, 100% had some knowledge of the phantom. Admittedly, that was only five people who answered, but still. Some admitted that they had, like me, only heard about it a few years ago. It seemed that the closer you were to Seekonk or Rehoboth, the more familiar you were with this particular legend. The Phantom of Route 44 was written uh, first in 1994 in a book called The New England Ghost Files by uh, Charles Turek Robinson. This book is now out of print, but you can still find used copies online. In his book, Robinson relates sightings beginning in 1969. These incidents seemed to get more violent and terrifying as time went on. And all the experiences took place at uh, 10 p.m. or later. The Phantom is always described as being between 40 and 50 years of age, well-built, having red hair and beard, and wearing a red plaid shirt. He doesn't say much, but is known to laugh maniacally, which tends to freak people out even more. The first written account took place in the winter of 1969. In this account, Joe Wolf was traveling down this stretch of Route 44 at about 11.30 p.m., He happened to glance out the passenger side window when he saw the face staring in at him. Since he was going about 50 miles an hour at the time, this would have been physically impossible. Frightened, he pulled off the highway and stopped the car. By the time he had stopped and looked around, the face had vanished. It took Joe a while to regain his composure and continue down the highway, but the memory was still as vivid nearly 25 years later when Robinson interviewed him. But as frightening as Joe's experience was, it was relatively mild compared to the occurrences that came later. The next recorded sighting took place in 1973. Fred Derpus of Seekonk was driving down Route 44 in his pickup truck 
when he spotted a man with red hair and wearing a red plaid shirt hitchhiking. It was about 10 p.m., and assuming the guy's car had broken down, he pulled over and offered him a lift. When the hitchhiker got in, Fred didn't suspect anything weird about him. But as they continued on, Fred asked the man where he was headed. He claims that the hitchhiker looked at him blankly for a moment and then grinned, but didn't say anything. Again, Fred asked him where he was going, and again he was met by silence and that infernal grinning. Fred was starting to become uneasy now, so he pulled to the side of the road and told the hitchhiker to get out. The red-haired man did get out, but not by using the door. He grinned his Cheshire cat-like grin and began to slowly fade until he totally vanished. When we return, the phantom's behavior continues to get stranger and more terrifying. And now, back to our story. As time goes on, the appearances of the phantom hitchhiker get more and more frightening. When Taunton resident Barbara Sutton had her encounter in February of 1981, she actually thought she had killed someone. She was going about 60 miles per hour when suddenly a red-haired man appeared in the middle of the road. Going too fast to break or swerve to avoid him, the car drove right over the spot where the man was standing. She managed to stop a few feet down the road and got out to see if, who she had hit. But there was nobody in the road. No sign of blood on the pavement. No dent in her car. Then she recalled that she hadn't heard a thump of impact either. What she did hear was loud, maniacal laughter coming from the woods near where she thought she'd run over the man. Unnerved, she got back in the car and continued down the road. She hadn't even gone a mile when he appeared in the middle of the road again. And again, she had no time to react and drove right through him. Barbara pulled over to the side of the road and peered out the window, this time not even daring to get out of the car. She saw nothing on the road, but again heard the laughter coming from the woods. This time, she booked it out of the area, not bothering to stop for anything. Maybe the most terrifying encounter took place in 1984 when Swansea residents Harry and Sheena Hansen's car broke down along this stretch of Route 44. These were the days before cell phones, so Harry left his wife in the car and went in search of a payphone. It was a little after 10 p.m., so he was surprised to find a red-haired man sitting by the side of the road. He thought it was strange that someone would just be sitting there at this time of the night. 
but he went up to him and asked him where he might find a phone. The man didn't say anything. He just sat there with a creepy grin on his face. Harry asked several more times, but never got a response. Just that creepy grin. Harry asked the man if he was okay. And it was at this time that he noticed something odd about his eyes. He claims they were all white. No pupils or anything. This was all too weird for Harry, so he turned around and hurried back to his car. While he was walking, he turned to look back at the man, but found that he had disappeared. All that was left was a loud, crazy laughter that seemed to be coming from every direction, and it followed him all the way back to the car. When he finally arrived back to the car, he found out that Sheena had had her own encounter. After Harry had left to find a phone, she turned on the radio in the car. Suddenly, a strange voice interrupted the song and addressed her by name. As the voice taunted and laughed, she got freaked out and jumped out of the car. She was too afraid to go anywhere at this time of the night so she stayed by the side of the car until her husband returned. They eventually flagged down another motorist who brought them to a payphone, but this experience continued to haunt them for decades. So, if you find yourself driving down Route 44 between Seekonk and Rehoboth after 10 p.m., keep your eyes open. You may be the next person to meet the phantom hitchhiker of Route 44. Thank you for listening to New England Ghost Stories. New episodes are added every other Thursday. This episode of New England Ghost Stories was written and produced by L.B. Kirkwood. Music by Vysislav Dragunov. If you enjoyed today's episode, be sure to subscribe to New England Ghost Stories on Apple Podcasts or wherever you can get your podcasts. If you like our show, please leave us a five-star review. And if you have a story that you'd like to see covered in an upcoming podcast, please leave a comment on our website at newenglandghoststories.com. We'd love to hear from you. Until next time. This is Luna Casey.